0: The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. What magical sounds can be made with only soybeans and dust pans? No one is more familiar with the answer than a rural band consisting of 20 older men, of which the oldest member is 77 years of age. Located about 260 kilometers from the city of Taiyuan in North China's Shanxi Province, Bozhuang village has showcased a unique type of Spring Festival Gala, with all performers coming from surrounding villages and playing their handmade musical instruments. The gala has generated some 8 million views on the live-streaming platform Douyin, the Chinese version of TikTok. Every year during the Spring Festival, The 20 performers, who are normally cattlemen, tilers or cooks, would put down their tools and pick up the instruments to join the biggest event of the year in their hometown, which is to perform for hundreds of villagers and many more online. 46-year-old Zhang Yong is the organizer of the Village Gala. He is also a provincial inheritor of the national intangible cultural heritage known as Gong and Drums in southern Shanxi. Knowing his friends to be skilled folk art performers from playing suona Na to performing the Lion Dance he organised the gala to give them a chance to show their talents. Zhang said that while inheriting traditional culture, the performance must also incorporate innovative methods. 65-year-old Cheng Bei Cheng, who leads the band, said they're not worried about a lack of audience with millions of viewers watching their live stream channel. Statistics from Douyin show that from December 2022 to December 2023, about 5,000 village gala-themed live-streaming shows were broadcast on the platform, with views of some 23 million. The country's number one central document for 2024 which outlines the priorities for comprehensively promoting rural revitalization, calls for the prosperity and development of rural culture and strengthening the protection, inheritance, and innovative development of fine traditional culture in rural areas. In many of China's rural areas, this kind of village gala has gradually become a common occurrence in recent years. According to the Ministry of Culture and Tourism, more than 20,000 village galas were held across China in 2023, amounting to about 130 million instances of participation. For China's vast rural areas, these galas are more than just a stage. Kur Wenping, an official of Kursun village in East China's Anhui province, said the village gala has become a powerful force in driving rural development during a single live-stream event. This small village, with around 1,200 residents, generated 30,000 yuan, or over 4,000 US dollars, by selling local agricultural products. Kerr said that the villages had also sold 330,000 yuan worth of other goods by live streaming. You're listening to Special English. An exhibition has been presented at the Science Museum in London, featuring 23 resplendent mechanical clocks on loan from the Palace Museum. In Beijing, the exhibition entitled Jong Clockwork Treasures from China's Forbidden City" runs until June the second. It invites visitors to discover the outward beauty and inner workings of these centuries-old timepieces and their historic role in early cultural exchanges between Britain and China. According to the exhibition organiser, the mechanical clocks in the exhibition were known to the emperors of China as zhong, meaning self-sounding bells, or bells that ring themselves. Most zhong would tell the time, move, and play music when operated. The Palace Museum has a collection of more than 1,600 Chinese and foreign clocks, dating from the 18th century to the early 20th century. These clocks were gathered in the Qing Palace through trade, presents given by foreign missions or organisations, and manufactured by the palace workshops and so on. Delicate works from Britain, France, Switzerland, Germany, as well as the United States, Japan and some other countries are included in the collection. British clocks comprise the largest proportion of the Palace Museum's clock collection. The 23 clockwork treasures including works produced in both Britain and China, are displayed exclusively together in Britain for the first time. On entering the exhibition, visitors will encounter the moving pagoda Zimingjong, which dates from the 1700s and was made in London during the Qing dynasty in China. The complex moving mechanism is brought to life in an accompanying video showing the nine delicate tears slowly rise and fall. Visitors can also explore how the detailed designs and mechanisms at the heart of Ziming Zhong represent a unique cultural exchange of ideas and skills. According to Jane Desborough, keeper of science collections at the Science Museum in London, timepieces like Ximinjiang with a crane carrying a pavilion represent a very special meeting of cultures and technology, saying the intricate mechanism within the clock was made by British maker and Retailer James Cox, but the delicate outer casing and beautiful decorations were almost certainly made in China. Wang Shudong, director of the Palace Museum, said the rich collection of timepieces in the Forbidden City serves not only as a medium of contact between China and the Western world but also as a vehicle of cultural diversity adding that through a unique historical angle it showcases over three centuries of communication, exchange and integration between China and the wider world. This is Special English. The Municipal Government of Beijing is planning the establishment of a research and production hub for the advancement of commercial aerospace. It is part of the city's endeavours to foster innovation in the industry. Jiang Guangju, Director of Beijing Municipal Bureau of Economy and Information Technology, said the city had laid out measures for the development of a satellite Internet industry and had provided support for 41 commercialization launch projects with funding of over 100 million yuan, or about 14 million US dollars. According to Jiang, Beijing hosts a cluster of 157 enterprises specializing in commercial space, including a number of leading commercial launch startups. Rocket companies are centered in the south of the city, with satellite related enterprises gravitating to its north. In 2023, A total of 13 space launches were conducted by China's private commercial rocket enterprises, all headquartered in Beijing. Jiang added that the city's rocket makers are now engaging in the development of reusable rockets, with a projected breakthrough between 2024 and 2025. To expedite the advancement of the commercial space industry, Beijing will persist in its dedication to bolstering the commercial space sector. According to Jiang, efforts will be made to enhance the utilisation of ground infrastructure, facilitate the construction of constellations, foster the widespread application of space information and explore satellite data trading. You're listening to Special English. The southern Chinese metropolis of Shenzhen has rolled out the first local standard on light environment for the dark sky community. The standard, according to local authorities, is set to take effect from March this year, as it gives specifications in terms of the quality of the night sky in dark communities, management of the light environment, and community management requirements. The implementation of the standard is expected to improve the light environment of dark night communities, create high-quality starry sky and Milky Way landscapes, and help boost tourism and the night economy. With more and more people taking an interest in dark sky conservation and light pollution control, China's first international dark sky community was established in Shenzhen in 2023. The community, located in Xichong, about 60 kilometres from Shenzhen's downtown, has become a popular place for local residents to get away from the hustle and bustle and enjoy the quiet dark sky... And the Milky Way. The standard was jointly launched by the Meteorological Bureau of Shenzhen Municipality, Shenzhen Astronomical Observatory, and other institutes. This is Special English. The population of wild giant pandas in China is currently around 1,900. Rising from some 1,100 in the 1980s, thanks to China's intensified protection efforts. That is according to the National Forestry and Grassland Administration. The Giant Panda National Park was established in October 2021, covering a total area of over 22,000 square kilometres and bringing under protection about 72% of wild giant pandas. Protected areas of the giant panda habitat have grown from 1.3 million hectares to 2.5 million hectares, effectively maintaining the safety and sustainable development of the wild panda population. The International Union for Conservation of Nature has adjusted the threatened status of giant pandas from endangered to vulnerable, which indicates that China's giant panda conservation efforts have been recognized by the International Wildlife Conservation Community. That is according to Zhang Yua, an official with China's Forestry and Grassland Administration. Apart from the wild population, the global captive population of giant pandas has now reached 728, with 46 pandas successfully bred in captivity last year. The genetic diversity of captive giant pandas has also improved. By citing scientific assessment, Zhang said that the current captive population of giant pandas can maintain 90% genetic diversity for up to 200 years, which means they are a healthy, dynamic and sustainable population. As for giant pandas living abroad, the administration has organised field inspections and assessments of 23 overseas cooperation institutions in 19 countries in a bid to strengthen the protection of overseas giant pandas. Zhang noted that China will further improve the international cooperation management mechanism for giant pandas, carry out regular daily health monitoring and field inspection and assessment, and continue to strengthen cooperation with international partners for the protection of endangered species and biodiversity. This is Special English. Educational travel has emerged as a favourable choice across China for inquisitive minds seeking to embark on a journey of knowledge and exploration during their breaks. One destination that stands out is Dunhuang, a city in northwest China's Gansu province. At the start of this winter break, more than 300 students from various places in Gansu set out on an educational trip to Dunhuang, home to the UNESCO World Heritage Site Morgau Grottoes, Eager for a rich, and immersive learning experience, these students were greeted with a variety of courses designed to broaden their horizons and create lasting memories. Dunhuang began developing its tourism industry in the late 1970s. Today, the growing cultural demands of young people have brought more opportunities for this northwestern city. The experiential learning activities began in 2022 in Dunhuang. A range of courses has been designed for students to experience the art form of Dunhuang murals along with a race on the sands of mingsha mountain and scientific experiments at the dunhuang solar expo park to further boost the educational travel market local authorities have also facilitated access to tourist attractions hotels and travel agencies through various measures such as by providing free tickets and guided tours for students. Tang Wen Jing, Deputy General Manager of Dunhuang Culture and Tourism Group, said that they hope to fully leverage the role of artistic and cultural education through educational trips, allowing students to experience traditional Chinese culture, enrich their spiritual lives, and enhance cultural confidence. Since 2023, educational travel has seen a rapid expansion across China with courses blending education, experience, and entertainment gaining popularity among parents and students. You're listening to Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. An exhibition has been presented at the Science Museum in London featuring 23 resplendent mechanical clocks on loan from the Palace Museum in Beijing. The exhibition, entitled Ximinjiang Clockwork Treasures from China's Forbidden City, runs until June the 2nd it invites visitors to discover the outward beauty and inner workings of these centuries-old timepieces and their historic role in early cultural exchanges between Britain and China. According to the exhibition organiser, the mechanical clocks in this exhibition were known to the emperors of China as Ziming Zhong, meaning self-sounding bells or bells that ring themselves. Most Ziming Zhong would tell the time, move and play music when operated. The Palace Museum has a collection of more than 1,600 Chinese and foreign clocks, dating from the 18th century to the early 20th century. These clocks were gathered in the Qing Palace through trade, presents given by foreign missions or organisations, and manufactured by the palace workshops, and so on. Delicate works from Britain, France, Switzerland, Germany, as well as the United States, Japan and some other countries are included in the collection. British clocks make up the largest proportion of the Palace Museum's clock collection. The 23 clockwork treasures, including works produced in both Britain and China, are displayed exclusively together in Britain for the first time. On entering the exhibition, visitors will encounter the moving pagoda Zimingjong, which dates from the 1700s and was made in London during the Qing Dynasty in China. The complex moving mechanism is brought to life in an accompanying video showing the nine delicate tears slowly rise and fall. Visitors can also explore how the detailed designs and mechanisms at the heart of Ziming represent a unique cultural exchange of ideas and skills. According to Jane Desborough, keeper of science collections at the Science Museum in London, timepieces like Zeminjong with a crane carrying a pavilion represent a very special meeting of cultures and technology, saying the intricate mechanism within the clock was made by British maker and retailer James Cox, but the delicate outer casing and beautiful decorations were almost certainly made in China. Wang Shudong, director of the Palace Museum, said the rich collection of timepieces in the Forbidden City serves not only as a medium of contact between China and the Western world, but also as a vehicle of cultural diversity, adding that through a unique historical angle, it showcases over three centuries of communication, exchange and integration between China and the wider world. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.